Hello and welcome to a special presentation of the In The Money Media Network. This is the season finale, the Saratoga season finale of Racing with Roman. I'm your host, Peter Thomas Fornital, coming back to you from the Little House on the East Side. And we will bring in right away man who is a businessman, he's a horse player, he's a horse owner, active. He gives this show its name. He is Larry Roman. Larry, what's going on? Thanks, Pete. Um, I'm... Not excited that the meet is going to be over. It's been an absolutely wonderful meet in most ways. Of course, we cannot forget the horses that we lost uh, during racing. But, you know, I, I just think the NYRA did a great job uh, putting these fields together. It's really hard racing. You see some great trainers that were one or two wins and it's only because the meet is so competitive, so hard, and such great horses there. Uh, it's going to be sad to see it come to an end. But we also have Aqueduct at Belmont or Belmont at Aqueduct, whatever they call it. Uh, I guess they're building up Belmont, so we're going to be racing at Aqueduct. And there's Keeneland coming along and a lot of, lot of exciting races. And the Breeders' Cup is right around the corner, so... There's always something to look forward to. We have the U.S. Open. That's going to be great. We have football season starting. I want to let everybody know, love the Jets with my heart, but bet your wallet on the Bills. Okay. <laughs> Sounds about right. We have a lot of New York listeners, both in this part of the state, downstate, and also out in western New York, who will in particular appreciate that sentiment. And yeah, I have to say, yesterday the vibes were pretty good around there. It was nice to get just a, it was nice to get back to sort of a beautiful weather, some great stakes racing on that Saturday. Wagering wise, Larry, where will most of your attention go going forward? You, you're pretty much of a New York guy in terms of betting, or, or will you be looking all around? No, I, I love the tracks that I love are uh, Keeneland, I think is magnificent. We have Kentucky Downs going where, I mean, you're just a numbers player. Because that track is really hard. The hardest, I, I think, to uh, pick. Uh, and when Gulfstream starts, uh, the winter meet, I love the winter meet. It's warm down there. I'm there uh, with Darren. is down there, and I spend a couple of months down there. So I love the Gulfstream meet. And Santa Anita is an absolutely gorgeous and wonderful track. So there's plenty of action uh, going on. It's just there's nothing like Saratoga. It's just... There is nothing. Best place on earth. You mentioned him. Let's bring him in now. He gave out another exactly yesterday, paying over 50. He's on quite a roll with that. We'll see if he can keep it going today. Double D, Darren DeLucha. Double, you have a good day yesterday, I would imagine? Yeah, Pete. I walked out of here with a bag of money. I don't want to tell him. Don't tell anybody, though. <laughs> that's the. I just want you guys to know, that's the fifth week in a row I've given that an exact and I paid over 50. I know you guys ripped me on the show. <laughs> that's what the listeners want winners not the fighting and the arguing but it's all right but today you love the abuse you love, I love the getting abuse. it but you know what my my proof's in the pudding i give out winners first time starters that's it the name of the game is people listen because i'm on the show and they know double d's got a big following so let's go to work today i got three locks for you today and that's it wow, i want to hear what george locks. the queen has to say today well george well, first of all what do we mean not I had $134 exactly yesterday. I was going to tout you. I, I was going to tout you so you didn't have to tout yourself, George. You had a couple of couple of nice ones and just missed with that 
crazy. You get, I believe, George, you mentioned doing a nice shot to the Fredo horse. Who, oh, I loved Fredo yesterday to be right there. I, I, I thought he won. Yeah, I thought he won the photo. That was real close yesterday. I know. So we're wrapping up Saratoga. It's back to New York for me. I'm happy to get back to the Big A and uh, back to Belmont. And, um, you know, I, I can't agree with Larry too much about how great things were here. We had a lot of disappointment. You know, we had one day where it rained heavily and the fans were sent home after the eighth race. We had a lot of races off the turf. We had a lot of the uh, the unfortunate uh, uh, deaths of horses up here. And I just think we have to regroup and uh, start over again. And I said in one of the previous shows that we got to sit down with management, fix a lot of things and get it right and let the fans, um, you know, enjoy the sport that we all love. Tie highs and low lows. Tie highs and low lows. Did you watch the Travers? Did you buy But Did you watch the Travers? Did you see who won a $35,000 horse with a tremendous woman trainer? Uh, Jonathan Kitchen just did a well, great golf You know, don't give me one race, I mean, Larry. I don't want to hear about one race. You know, I'm talking about the whole meet. You're just a negative guy. That's just the way you are. I, and, and I love you. I beat you in golf. That's why I keep you around. But the truth is, you got to see the positive. You always see clouds. Let's look at the sun. Okay, uh, let's Larry, look at the sun. Stop pictures and races. Come on. I got to go to work for the first day. Let's go. Well, as far right, as go. the sun goes, if they listen to Roman the last few weeks, they lost their shirt. <laughs> if they listen to Double D and me, they made money. Let's dive in. Let's see. It's what we're talking about yesterday. What matters is today. You're only as good as your last one is what I say when I go on to uh, TV and give out picks. And we're going to start off in the second race, Larry. So we don't have a ton of lead time. So we should we should be a little quicker than usual, I think, going through these. What do you like in race number two? Okay. Uh, he calls it lollipops. I call it the lock of the century, which is MIM. Mim, lock of the century. Great bred horse. Uh, been competing in maiden special weights. Uh, New York breds. Had a strong second. Then had bad posts and trouble trips. Now dropping to the basement. This is going to be so easy. I want to claim this horse. We'll see if we do. But this horse is going to win easily. It's not even a contest. For second, I'm going to go with Marley's Ghost. And those of you who are Superman fans know there was an episode with Marley and Marley's Ghost. I'm assuming that's where this horse got the name. He's been second a couple of times. He'll be second again. And for third, I'll give you a Bonadou. That's it. Nine and two and four. Yeah, you get the Superman reference. You get the Dickens reference. Marley's Ghost. Definitely an appealing name for that uh, for that daughter of mastery. How about you, George? Do you agree that this is Mim's race to lose? I'm going to hang myself because I agree with Larry in the same exact order here today. <laughs> Mim drops, uh, drops, no doubt about it. She needs an alert break and uh, to be able to stalk the leaders and hitters. No doubt that she fits well in this race to, to break her maiden. And she uh, beat a few of the uh, competitors already that she's uh, facing here today. So I think the drop is what the right prescription uh, is needed to get to the winner's circle. Marley's ghost has come to life in the last two starts, finishing 
second, both times for Lascano. This one should be okay in here off the current form and uh, be a threat. I don't think it's going to be as easy as Larry thinks, but Bonadou is the another horse in here that I'm going to use to uh, complete the triple. Another dropper in the race who certainly has a license to upset at a decent mutual here today. And the drop also for Bonadou could be the right medicine to get her home. Double, I have a feeling we can count on you to be contrarian here. And uh, I'll I, never, I, I'll never pick the same horses as both Larry and George. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I, I don't trust Mim. I know they want to claim him, whatever they're saying. This horse is dropping. What does this horse show him? Nothing. Nothing. So I'm going to pick the five. What is it? Scherzer, like the baseball pitcher? That's what Scherzer, we're going to pick. Yeah, Scherzer. Okay, last time, if you watch the replay, this horse did not have the greatest trip. No disrespect to Katie Davis. I like it. She's a good girl, nicer little rider. But when I would go to aggressive rider, Franco, the horse was on the rail, checked about twice. Today, I, I bet you Franco's going to come out rocking and rolling. The only thing I wasn't impressed with was the slow work last time. I don't know where that came from. A half and 53, that's probably nonsense. I think this horse gets to the lead and says, bye-bye, baby. Uh, all right, I'll throw in Mim. I don't even like this horse. This horse will be about six to five. I, I don't trust the horse at all. He might win. I, I'll say good luck to them, and I'll shake the hand. I don't like him. My second choice is going to be Ma – uh, sorry, third choice will be Molly's Ghost. Lascano's riding as hot as anybody on the grounds. This horse will probably is going to show some speed. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to change it. I'm going to go 5-2-9. I do not like Mim, so record me. It's 5-2-9. I do not like Mim. That's it. Why do you leave a horse in your picks at all that you don't like? Well, don't because these guys will start breaking my chops for the rest of the week. So I just – I'll make them happy. But I don't like no 6-5 shot chalk, Larry. All right, let's move on to race number four, and we'll keep it with you, Double D, for your thoughts on this 16 claimer. Is this one of the ones where you've got – is this one of your locks of the day in here? Ah, boy, this 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 is feast of famine here. Linda Rice to seven, Magnolia Midnight. Now, there was avoided claim. The horse went out of the TV set by 11 last time. Why was it avoided claim? They don't tell the public why. George could probably tell you the reasons why. Avoided claims can be a number of reasons. It could be something from the racing office. Somebody wrote out a wrong slip. The horse could have come back with an issue, lame, a shoe. So I don't exactly know the reason. If this horse runs, how could they possibly beat him in here? And you know Linda Rice is trying to win the title. I don't know if she can yep. catch Chad. So this horse is probably going to be four to five. I'm sorry. This is a lollipop lock. I, I don't see anything else. Uh, for second, I was going to give you a bomb. First time Linda Rice, Silver Dust of Jay Barkley. Horse got claimed for 20, ran once, got dusted out of the TV set. Now it's first time Linda. No disrespect to the last connections, but she's hot. So I'm going to go 7-2. And another horse I was going to throw in was the 5. Rally, Squirrel, just throw out the last race in the mud and allowance race. Tommy Amos had a great meet. Horse comes back in for 16,000. I'm all about 7-2-5. That's your lock pistol. Go to the window in the pick 5 single. All right, George, what do you think of this heavy favorite in race 4? Don't agree. I don't like horses that are voided, and uh, they do get voided after a race sometimes. Uh, you know, the vets make them uh, uh, jog a horse about a 45 minutes after a race on concrete to see if they have a little bit of a gimp to them. You know, they're going 40 miles an hour in a race. You know, you know they, they do get a little sore or something, and by the next day, a lot of them are fine. So I don't know. I don't agree with all of this uh, voided claim stuff, but I'm going to rally Squirrel here in the fourth race. Uh, uh, w I threw out his last start off a claim. Throw out. Throw out. 
the horse steps up in the past. He was over his head in his last start. I mean, he just was in a race he shouldn't have been in off of a big win. He should come back to life in here. He's got good speed and two back. That was a huge, huge effort that he went wire to wire and win by 10. I'm going to Invisible War for the complete the exacta. Off the claim to Bob Atris. Atris has a couple of good horses in here. Uh, this one gets a good figure to sit close and be a major threat, in my opinion. And the other Atris uh, invader, Durkin's Call, take a look at his last race. It was a good one. He fought every single step of the mile. He just got beat at the wire by the nose. First start for Atris. I know Atris hasn't had a, a, a big meet as well. He's only got maybe one win. That's Saratoga. This place can just drive a trainer and an owner nuts. It drove me a little crazy here, this this uh, meet. But, you know, we'll regroup when we get back to New York. But uh, So Atris has two horses in here that I feel are a threat to complete the number. 5-1-1-A one, and one A for George. How about you, Larry? Where are your dollars going to be going in this spot? Well, <clears throat> I'm going to agree with Double D. Uh, I just think that this whole voided claim thing, this is an exact example. And we've all seen it. A horse gets voided, wins by 10 lanes. Uh, the new owner is supposed to have the horse, doesn't have the horse. The trainer comes back, drops the horse in half. And this horse might be as good or better than he was in his last start. So I, I think what should happen is if there's a voided claim, uh, if there's something wrong, rather than void the claim, give the owner who put the claim in the choice after the race, not before the race, after the race. Hey, I'll still take the horse. Let me look at the horse. Uh, there's never been a voided claim rule, as I recall, in the since I was in racing. This is a new thing, and I just don't understand it. The horse goes into the gate sound. If he's not sound, he's got to be scratched. If he comes out of the race and he's a little gimpy, that's that's what the game is about. And, and we shouldn't be changing uh, those rules. And if you want to modify that, that's fine. I think this horse is going to win by another 11 lengths. We've seen it happen over and over again. I think Atchis had one horse where he dropped and won at ten, one to five by 20 lengths or whatever. That's a horse we had, George. I, I don't remember the name. Uh, so this horse is going to win for fun. Uh, who's going to come second? I near I agree with George. Invisible War. Uh, trained by Atris. Uh, you claimed and trained by him. I think this horse made a good run. Yes, he's going up in class. No, he won't beat Magnolia Midnight, but he will come on at the end and come in second. That's all I'm giving you. Cold exacta. Seven and one A. Let's move to race number six. Third of our four races we'll be talking about. We go to the two-year-old Philly ranks, made in special weights this time. Seven furlongs on the dirt. Larry, you want to kick it off, or should we let George start one? Uh, let George start one. George, yeah, who do you like? Copy me, Larry. Is that why you want me to start? <laughs> That's what it is, Double D and uh, Petey. Uh, six genetics. I like genetics in here. I think that uh, this girl needed her first start. She was decent third place finish. Lescano. This is a half a million dollar purchase. I think it's a great spot for her to graduate in here today. And she's getting my uh, top selection. I'm looking also at Alpine Princess. I think this horse will like the extra furlong today, going seven furlongs. She showed some good late foot going six in her debut when finishing third. 
So I'm looking for an improvement. A lot of horses, their second start back, they do show a lot of improvement and uh, get to the winner's circle. I'll finish the triple with extremely gifted. Some nice works to offer in here. I'm looking at a horse to try to complete the number at a price. So I liked what I saw in the morning. Let's hope she can do it in the afternoon. But genetics gets my top selection. Larry, how do you feel about this one? We got two, four, and six from George. Okay. Uh, I disagree with George. Uh, not strongly because I have genetics for second. Made a good good middle move and almost held on. But I'm going with the outside with Pletcher, a Rapoli horse by Spice Down out of a Tappet Mare. The horse is called Scalable. Uh, I'd like to we'll, – we'll listen to Darren Double D on – uh, what the reports are on this horse, but I just have a feeling that this horse is going to break out of the gate, get position, and beat Genetics, who got beat last time. We're going to beat him on the square. For third, I'm going with Snow Dance. Um, somebody's got to finish third, and that's who I see for third. But I'm going with the price, the long shot. They all claim I bet favorites. I'm going with Scalable. What do you hear, Daryl? I mean, Darren. <laughs> My name's Sorry. Darren Double D. I'm not Daryl. That's your guy, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right. I'm gonna agree with I'm gonna agree with George the King 100. percent I think this is another best bet of the day. Uh, genetics. This is a tap it by a point given mare. First start seven eights. It's always hard to win first out seven eights. I don't care who the trainer is. Very difficult distance to win first time. You know Billy Mott is much better second time. He's really not a first out trainer, but he does win. I think this horse is really good in here. The other horse, which I agree with George, Alpine Princess. You watch the replay. This horse had a real tough trip at the gate. Now it goes from Guru to my Franco, which I, I love Franco. I think he's a very aggressive rider, puts horses in the race. I like Cox, one of my favorite trainers in the country. I'm all about 2-4. Now, you want the reports on Pletcher. I can give you both reports from what I heard. Both can run decent, not locks. Larry, you say the 10. I heard the 9's better than the 10. So I'm going to go 2, 4, 9, 10. But I think Genetics, Lascano, he's going to have a big day today. He's going to squeeze at least three wins. And there's the second win. This is all 2, 4 out the door, Larry. One more race to talk about here. And it is two-year-old Phillies once again. Great one action in the spinaway. Return to the races of ways and means. One of the most impressive winners all meet. Curious to know. Uh, Larry, are you with or against ways and means in this spot? You did I hear you say one of the most impressive? <laughs> this was the most impressive horse. I didn't bet the horse. I saw the money coming in. I said, you know, look, the horse looks good, but you know, anything can happen at the start. Babies, why? Why do I want to bet a favorite? And this horse was just like, <laughs> how could you be any better than this horse was? All right, this horse will beat Brightworks. I don't think Brightworks can even uh, finish uh, second. I'm, I have it for third. But this horse, if this horse doesn't win by three or four lanes, I give up the game. I, I'm going with Sugar High for second. Sugar High did nothing wrong in her first start. She won by six. Great trainer uh, in a good spot inside, middle of the track. Uh, but, I mean, there's no doubt about ways and means. Easy winner. All right. I, I, I hope you're right. I really was impressed by that and would love to see her back it up with a big run here. 8-3 for Larry. Let's get to the next participant here. 
George, is it going to just be as easy as ways and means? Yeah, it should be. I mean, you had an impressive three to five winner last start out. So, you know, she was very well met and very well bet. And she just, she was just a runaway. I mean, runaway freight train. I mean, I don't know what's left in her. She should really handle this today at two to five, in my opinion. And she looks like a major league stick out in here for sure. Uh, uh, I don't know how much more she has to improve to beat a field like this. Not that this is an easy field by any means, but uh, I'm going with bright work for the play spot. This undefeated three-time winner. Uh, I still believe, Larry, that this is the major threat in here. Getting Irad Ortiz, another plus to, to put on her resume. And, uh, you know, when a horse is undefeated, I don't care what time they go or what they do. You still got to respect what they had left in the tank. And you got to respect them until they get beat. And right now she's three for three. Sugar High also gets my vote for the uh, triple in here uh, to complete the number. Uh, J- Junior Alvarado and Mott, as we know, a very lethal combination here, all neat. But she's going to need a lot more if she's going to threaten my top two. But Ways and Means looks like a solid, maybe best bet of the day at one to two. I'm guessing, Darren, you're going to be with this one if you've got a third. Uh, if you got a lollipop in here, who could it be but Ways and Means, right? Yeah, I, I know what they're saying. They're probably right, but I'm not going to pick Ways and Means. I'm going to really? pick right. I'm going to go against Ways and Means. Yeah, I, I know the numbers on a buy is a little stronger. And all, I, I, most impressive maiden winner of the week. I'm going to pick Bright Work. I'm just going to go against the green here. Bright Work, three for three. One over the one to grade three. Andorandek. Andorandek. Uh, I'm going to say this horse is going to stalk outside now. George and Larry are probably right. The eight is probably the best, best in here, but Let's take a shot. You got a horse that's three for three, a two-year-old. This horse has done nothing wrong except the number on ways and means is a little stronger than bright work. But I want the horse with more of the experience. So this is 9-8 cold for me. I mean, ways and means, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that they're wrong. It's a one-to-five shot. This horse will be one-to-five, two-to-five, whatever it may be. And I'm going to pick Sugar High for my third. Billy Mott really wins, for, very rarely wins first time. This horse did it impressively. So this is nine eight three, but don't expect this horse to win at two to five because we've seen crazier things happen this mean at Saratoga. Larry, any closing thoughts for you on this uh, Saratoga season finale of Racing with Roman? Yeah, I I tend to be try to look at the good things. I try try to see how being in business, I understand how hard it is to do what the race secretaries do, what the jockeys, what the agents do. uh, And I respect them all. And anybody like George who has any negative view, I say, don't, don't come to Saratoga anymore. I want optimists. I want people to appreciate what was put out on the track this season. We should continue to do everything possible to make the racing safer. But don't ever think about stopping this greatest game on earth. Again, I'll say it again. I watched baseball yesterday. I see people making 20, 30 million a year. They're batting 120, 210, 190. And people are watching this garbage. Come on, man. Racing, especially at Saratoga, is the greatest sport on earth. That's a pretty good place to leave it. So I think we're going to leave it there rather than get into the debate. We don't have much lead time today, but appreciate all of your perspectives and all the winners we've had. Let's close out with a few more on this uh, Sunday of Labor Day weekend. For Larry, for Double D, for King George, I'm Peter Thomas Fornatel.
Maybe win all your photos.